John chapter 12, verses 3 through 7. We're going to look at for our offering today, Mary's anointing of Jesus. Mary's anointing of Jesus. It says in verse number 3, Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed Jesus' feet, the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. But one of the disciples, his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son who would, who would betray him, said, Why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief. And he had the money box. And he used used to take what was put in it. But Jesus said, let her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. For the poor you will have with you always, but me you do not have always. You know, it's a a lot that we can see and learn from this passage on from the offering to some of Jesus's organizational structure. Not only having an accountant, but you have to know at some point figuring out that his accountant was helping himself to the accounts and still was the money holder and accountant basically until the betrayal, which we'll be illustrating and preaching on some this week. But what I want to focus on just for a couple minutes is Mary's offering. And not only Mary's offering, but, but the response, Judas's response, and which can represent people in our lives' response to generosity, especially if it's generosity, generosity pertaining to the church. And somebody say amen. amen. <laughs> Mary's offering was a very expensive one, as we can see that the scriptures tell us. It was, a, it was costly oil of spikenard. We can also see that the house was filled with the smell. And we'll talk some about the worship aspect of this on either Wednesday and or Sunday. But this offering from Mary was a response. We Keep in mind the context and the timeline of this offering. Lazarus having already been raised from the grave. Jesus coming in back into Bethany from a time of isolation and intentional discipleship with his disciples. And here they find themselves back in a house. Lazarus there at the table. We won't touch that at this moment but Lazarus there at the table. And you have to imagine that the scene was quite overwhelming. It was quite overwhelming. Even Martha, you know, we think that somehow, as we joked a little bit about last week, that after Jesus's sort of correction of Martha, which he never actually told her to stop doing anything other than complaining, that's basically the only thing he told her to stop. He didn't say stop doing your serving because here we are at this scene once again and Martha's still making food, 
serving food, Lazarus sitting at the table, and Mary doing what Mary does, sitting and waiting in her heart, just overwhelmed with this desire for this act of worship. An act of worship that, that would for forever, until the end of time, until the coming of the Lord, this act of worship, which would be this significant, expensive offering of worship at Jesus' feet. It wasn't only expensive, it wasn't only an act of worship, but it was a, there was a humbling that was taking place as, as Mary had no problem to, to begin to take her hair and to begin to dry and wipe the feet of Jesus. You know, it takes, it takes some, some humility to be able to, to take your hair and just begin to wipe another's foot. Can somebody say amen? amen. It was at this point, and, and we could attempt to dive into you know, the reason why Mary had the spikenard, why this oil was in their possession. I mean, it could be similar to how many of us have some of our burial preparations in place and we might own grave sites or we might own certain things already in life preparing for burial. It might be that Lazarus, remember just weeks earlier, there was a death in her family. It might be that she had this spikenard because they had to anoint Lazarus, her brother, and place him in the grave. It might just simply be that it was prophetic and that Mary went out and spent some of her money, her hard-earned or inherited, whatever the case may be, money and used it to buy this expensive oil. But whatever the reason for having the spikenard, she knew in the moment, hear me today, she knew in the moment what this asset was for. She knew in the moment that she was supposed to take it and she was supposed to offer it to Jesus. And it was in this moment when she made this offering unto the Lord that there was ridicule, there was pushback. Why this waste? Why pour something so expensive on the feet of Jesus? Why not, why not do something very religious with it instead? Let's sell it and let's go give it to the poor. And she re began to receive pushback. And that pushback, as we take a little side journey for a moment, it reminds me of how the struggle that many of us have either occurred in life or have given other people challenge when we make the decision and when we begin to bring our resources and our assets into the kingdom of God. It's amazing to me how many times people look at bringing their tithe or their seed or their generous love offerings into the house of God and pouring it out upon the feet of Jesus when, where that is looked at as just wasteful. That these assets and these resources, the, the hard-earned money that we have earned and we have worked for with our hands, that, that this is for 
our use. You know, there's much more, if we were very honest, which we always, we being I, always try to be, not just preach, but actually use a head while doing it. There's much immediate satisfaction from taking and spending the access, the excess that we have in our life, that we have generated in our life on ourselves. There's much more immediate satisfaction to take those to take those savings, to take those inheritance, to take those hard-earned money from business and from transactions and from working and just spending it on ourselves. And, and frankly, there are, there are many, if not most, people in our life would advise against taking and just bringing that and pouring it out at the feet of Jesus, translated into the house of God, into the work of God, into somebody who has a needs life. People would say to instead hold and grip tightly onto that. But just like Mary, in that moment, Mary knew what that asset and what that resource that she had possession of, Mary knew what its purpose was. And I want to tell us that that just like we were talking and praying for musicians and worship leaders and, and called pastors and teachers and evangelists and prophets and apostles, just like God pours out a gifting in our life. You might be gifted in administration. You might be gifted in business. You might be gifted with intelligence to be able to pursue difficult professions and careers. But just like God has given these things into our life and he wants us to steward them to his glory. Everybody say steward them for his glory. All these things. He has an expectation for us to steward these giftings for his glory. It's the same with the physical, material, financial, monetary resources that God has placed in our hands. That God has given resources in our hands and and outside of our regular routine of trusting God, with believing him, with his tithe and, and our discipline. Many times we have a disciplined routine that we've made a decision last week, last year, 10 years ago that, that Lord, when an opportunity for sowing into a guest speaker comes, I am going to sow a hundred dollars. That might be a, a spiritual discipline that the Lord has spoken and you have agreed to, and you just follow that pattern for your life, which is a good thing. But then there's moments in life. Everybody say moments in life. When you have something in excess over the normal routine, like with Mary, this asset that had a purpose, this tool that had a, had a significant meaning, and it didn't matter what Judas, it didn't matter what anybody else thought that day, Mary was going to fulfill her calling 
with that asset that God had placed in her possession that day so that the plan of God could come to pass. God put it on her heart, saying it plainly and simply. God placed it upon her heart to take that expensive oil and to anoint Jesus with it for burial. You see, we have to turn off the people around us. If there are those around us, even if it's the most difficult times when it's those within the same household, I encourage people to to patiently work on being aligned and getting aligned in your giving when you're under the same household. Sometimes it's a patient endeavor. But then there are others from the outside who might push back, who might laugh at you, that might put negative thoughts in and make you feel like it's a waste to come and bring something of such value to the feet of Jesus. And I, I believe that Jesus puts tools, Jesus puts assets, Jesus puts the necessary things in our hands within the body of Christ in order to accomplish the plan of God. Jesus needed to be anointed. Can somebody say amen? amen? Mary was the vessel. The spike nard, which just so happened to be an expensive oil, was the tool. And the plan of God was accomplished. I want us to, to continue to just be faithful with returning the Lord his tithe and bringing our seed and sowing it in the house of the Lord. But, but don't, don't miss or don't allow the Holy Spirit to expand. Don't not allow the Holy Spirit to expand and to provide opportunities when the, when the desire so arises on our hearts to do something costly, to do something out of the box that might generate some ridicule and might generate some pushback. Make sure that we are a people of courage and faith to step out and let our assets be used for the glory of God. Can somebody say amen? Amen. All right. At this time, why don't you go ahead and prepare your tithe, your seed. And as the worship team comes and leads us, we'll provide you an opportunity to Return the Lord's tithe. You can see on the overhead if you're giving and tithing by way of electronic device. Give.reachcommunity.net. 985-239-1011. And checks made to reach community. God bless you. We'll pray after our song. Mm-hmm.